Hey, this is Drew Collins, producer of Key Ideas. Thanks for being here. Before we get started with part three of Charlene and Leela's conversation on favorite repertoire, take a moment to rewind this episode and start from the beginning at normal speed. You'll notice that the opening theme song is different from the usual. What you're hearing is an original composition written by Kim, a courageous teacher and pianist who took a step out and joined Leela's first 8 plus 8 Composium class. Not only did she compose and notate this piece called Renewing, she learned how to guide her students to compose their own music, notate it in note flight, and even design cover art in Canva. Most importantly, Kim gained skills in how to provide clear feedback to blossoming composers that guides, encourages, and inspires. The 8 plus 8 Composium is for teachers who realize that well-rounded piano lessons offer instruction beyond interpreting top hits of other composers. It's for those who are looking to unlock their students' musical voice through a process that's been tested and approved by Leela's own students, and now by teachers just like you. Head to the show notes to learn more about the 8 plus 8 Composium and save your spot. There are just a few spots open for the October Monday evening classes in 2021. If that timing isn't right for you, get your name on the 2022 Friday morning class wait list. Now, here's Leela and Charlene with more titles of Repertoire Worth Recycling. I'm back here with Charlene. We are still not done. We've got more repertoire to talk about. And I think we could, I don't know, we could just go on and on. So we're going to put a stop sign at the end of this one and we'll be done. And uh, then maybe we'll have to take requests from other people to see once if there's anything that we missed. But I think it's so much fun that you've been digging up some oldies. I know, it's so, it's just, it's fun. It's fun. Actually, what I, I don't think I brought this up on the podcast, but I pulled out recital programs. I didn't start saving until 2000. And I've been teaching longer than the year 2000. I think I started in 80, 80 something. Um, (laughs) But I started saving programs in 2000. And then I went through to see what pieces showed up a bunch, which was kind Mm. of fun to see. I'm going to do that. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. But what I wanted to, um, here's a, a new studio favorite. This is not quite that old. This okay. is 2015, but it's a Wendy Stevens piece, bu- Buzzer Beater. Yes. This yes. is so great because it's a basketball piece. I have lots of girls and boys that play on the school basketball team. And this is super exciting. It gets the kids all ready to play basketball builds up to a section and then they get to improvise play all the g's on the piano whatever however they want right there in the middle um it's just a riveting exciting piece and they're trying to build the end and i like to do this one right when march madness is coming Mm. because they're really into basketball then but every kid that plays this one just loves loves it so that that is a big big studio fave and then another one that's another that's similar level, maybe a little bit harder of hers, not of hers, is um, I'm going to jump to Kevin Olson again. He's another fave. Catching Fireflies. Oh, I have that book, I think. what? Which one is that? That's my kind of music book. What? Book four. Book four. Okay. Yeah. This Catching Fireflies is really a lovely piece. And I had a student play this in a master class actually for Kevin 
um, a couple of years ago. And um, Kevin's so nice. It was it was great. And it's in six eight time. It's all over the piano. He, um, if the student plays well and gets the voicing in there, the fireflies just sparkle and they mm. learn to get the voicing. And it's just a lovely, beautiful, beautiful piece. And I've had, um, I've had boys and girls, you know, play this piece. And it's really, really lovely. And in this book as well, there are um, two or three other pieces that are superb. So uh, actually first I would say, I would say almost all the pieces in here are real winners. So my kind of music, Kevin Olson, uh, book four. Book four. Really a terrific one. And what I noticed, it almost looked like a Tarantella in some ways too. With the yes, six, it, it, it and... looks, it's in six, eight. It looks like that, but it doesn't sound like it because it's a, it's a soft, um, oh. it's a very soft, lovely piece. Yeah. Well, speaking of fireflies, guess what's on my list? Tell me. Firefly by Bellotti. Oh. Have you played that one before? I have not. Oh, you haven't? Okay, see, no. I grew up playing it. And then it's still on the National Federation of Music Clubs list. I don't I don't think it's ever going to leave. It just is always there every time. But it, it has a really satisfying, fun, minor opening with um, it's really tricky to execute the 16th notes cleanly. And then it has some interesting voicing that the left hand takes over the melody. And then there has a middle section that I love for two reasons. Number one, it sounds like Harry Potter, which then, oh, awesome. you know, and then, oh, and right before it, you have to squeeze in um, quintuplets, you know, da, 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 you know, so it sounds and it looks very sophisticated. And then that whole Harry Potter section is all based around augmented chords. So there's so many teaching moments from that piece. And it just it fits, it checks all the boxes because it has more lyrical parts to it. And then it ends on fire again at the end. But it has been a studio favorite. And it's been one of my lifetime favorites. I've always loved playing that one. Oh, see, I need to learn that piece. Oh, yeah. Because I, I think I still have mine from the days of when I played it. It's kind of ripped up, but I can still read from it. Okay, that's awesome. Okay, do you have, um, have you played, oh, I'm sure your students love these. Um, the Lyric yes. by Gillick. Yes. The big studio fave is Fountain of Diana. Mm-hmm, Okay. I actually had a young woman compete in a beauty contest, um, a Miss Teen um, contest, and she was by far. They didn't do a talent. They did a talent, but they didn't give a talent okay. award. Yeah. Had they given the talent award, she would have won. Yeah. Hands down, because they had a hula hoop thing on there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And she was like a million times better than everybody else. But she played gloriously beautiful. Anyway, the Fountain of Diana by Gillick is is just superb the pieces in this um in this um book they're all romantic they're short pieces in every key and um there's a mix of everything and i've had both males and female students play out of this um lovely lovely pieces so several um great selections in the skillet Thank you for bringing that up. I was going to have my students play out of that. So there are certain ones that I never got to them. So this year, that's definitely going to be oh, so on the good. list of things to do. Okay. And I'm going to- And they're to... short, like those shorts yes. we were talking about. They're just easy to get, right. easy to get through. 
and, but yet so sophisticated and there's so many teaching moments that you can apply yes, to everything else mm -hmm. okay uh now i don't know if you're gonna like this one or not but i put it on here because we've 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 battled over this piece just a little bit oh, more hey you, you know what <laughs> It, everything can't always be what I like. So I know, okay. I know, because I put for Elise on my list because I have students that play it every year. It is, to me, it's almost like a pop piece because they know it so well or they've heard it so many times. But I think it's because if you can play for Elise, you can play piano. I think that's what people think about that piece. I don't know, I'm projecting that, but that's what I'm assuming. And so a lot of times I will just start with the first section and I love the first section because it uses power chords and I talk about power chords a lot, basically an A, E, A, you know, that idea. And then the, it basically is just the five or the one to the five chord progression. And then the melody has interesting intervals. So then we talk about intervals. There's so many teaching moments that I can just use in that first section. And if that's all they want to play, I'm good with it. We play it as beautifully as possible. And we count to six for every measure. We don't do the three, eight gets confusing. I don't know. So I, I try and simplify it as much as possible, but they play the real thing. We don't eliminate anything but I make it so that they can play it. And a lot of it I teach by rote as well. So then if they like the section A, then I'll say, well, would you like to learn some more? And they'll like, yeah. So then I jump over to the bridge section, which uh, I call it the raspberry bridge because it has all the triplets in it. And so then they learn what a chromatic scale is and they work on that. And then they go back to section A. So it's basically A, then we go to the bridge and then back to A. And then I say, okay, do you want to learn any more? Yes, I do. So then we go to the stormy section with the dun, 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 you know, the left hand. And then they learn that. And then they go to the bridge and then back to section A. So they A, stormy, bridge, A. And they say, okay, do you want to learn any more? Now I'm just telling you the B section is going to be hard. Yeah, I want to learn it. So then we learn that and it's like a toothpick. We just go through it bit by bit. I break it down and slowly we get through that. And then there's a section C with the 30 second notes. Do you want to do that? Yes. So that's how I approach it. You are so nice. <laughs> if, if, if a student really wanted to learn that piece and that was their favorite of all time, oh. we would totally learn it. But they wouldn't get the choice of, do you really want to learn all of it? They would just have to learn all of it because I'm the main <laughs> teacher. But you know what the big one in my studio is that not everybody loves, but they all want to learn Claire to learn. Oh, yes. Oh, I've and got some working on that now. I love, I happen to love that one. So I have no issue teaching that one, but they have to be a certain, they can't it's just hard until they get, they've, they've got to get some good chops under them before they tackle that one. And so you have to be they good have to readers. learn Reverie first. That's also on my list. That ah. Reverie is a big favorite, but they have to be able to master that one first because that's definitely much easier than Claire de Lune, I think. Well, and both of those pieces start so slow. There's not yeah. very much action. So the counting involved when there's not very many notes, that's what's so hard right. about those as well. Well, and usually also on my list are the Debussy preludes. If they, they tackle the girl with the flaxen hair, they can, they've got to learn how to play Debussy first before, you know, they want to jump into some of those bigger, you know, Right. NBC is not easy to play. So no. learning how all of that works. So those are kind of big 
those are those are those are the big ones in my studio that they really really want to play yeah on the well impressionistic side mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yes yeah. okay so what else do you have for us okay so i'm not sure if you have the, this collection here which i do is, oh okay this is um Eugène Rocherolle's Souvenirs de Chateau. And I don't speak French very well, or not at all. I was impressed. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe <laughs> I'll be better after I get back from Paris. But there you we'll go. See. But this, um, I happen to love the first one in this collection, which is uh, Un Matinée à la Voix, which is about um, an outdoor laundry. And it's just fantastic. It's it's very impressionistic sounding. Yeah. It's so great. It's got some three against two in there. Um, it's a very fluid rhythm. It's got some key changes. It's really quite lovely. And then the next piece that all the students play in there that they love is um, uh, Le Salon de Musique. Mm. And this one's quite lovely too. So. They're very romantic. Uh, this is quite a romantic piece. It's got some lovely voicing. And um, I pretty much love everything in this collection. So I either have it or I've had it before. So thank you for reminding me of that. Yeah, it's, mm. really, it's really, really, really nice. And um, along the same lines is um, if you haven't played Mary Leaf's collection, her pieces yet, she is wonderful. Her her solo works are are fantastic. hard. They're, They're hard. very hard. Mm -hmm. And probably one of my my favorite ones of hers is the Tides at Montauk. Ooh, um, okay. Oh, just be beautiful. I would say this is um, early advanced. It's um, you've got lots of moving six in there. This one happens to be in six eight. It's very fast. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's got 30 second notes, lots of voicing, um, but it's gorgeous. It just, it's, it, her, um, the pictures that she paints with her um, compositions are, are beautiful. So all the teenagers um, and adults that, that are more advanced that play her music uh, love everything she has written. So. And that is Mary Leaf's book called Lyric, Lyric Scenes. Scenes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very good. And then you and I have also spoken about uh, Kevin Olson's impressions on color. Yes. Yep. Mm. This one, every single one in here is superb. Mm -hmm. So Agreed. I can't really pick a favorite because. I, know. I, I think it's tie for me between red and yellow. Yeah, they're both, uh, but I like orange too. Okay. Because <laughs> orange is so fun and like a circus, you know, I can't, they're all just, so, yeah, I can't choose. So they're all delightful. They are. Yes. Thank you for yeah. bringing that. Totally forgot sure. about that one. Oh, quite, quite delightful. So those are most of my, I think that's pretty much it. I did discover a new piece. Some students learned um, the forgotten fairy tales by um, McDowell last year. And oh. they, this collection was quite wonderful. I had not heard of it before and they did a big research project on them and they, they were quite wonderful. Um, there's four pieces in the collection of a tailor and a bear 
sign outside the prince's door. You can actually get them off of um, IMSLP. So okay. it's mm-hmm. um, the copyright's been um, expired. Um, okay. Yeah. Beauty in the Rose Garden is the third one. And then the last one is from Dwarfland. But I would say the best one and the most descriptive is um, of a tailor and a bear. And you can just hear this little tailor running around and this big bear. It's just um, oh. very, very fun, uh, descriptive pieces. And the students that learned them really enjoyed um, oh, good. playing them. They Thank became you. their favorite pieces that they learned. So. Well, on a side note, I played his polonaise. I think he's got a couple of them, but oh my goodness, it's really hard and it's so fun. But uh, yeah, McDowell is amazing. I I love his stuff. Me too. So I have a few that I didn't cover yet uh, that would maybe be, well, probably not quite as advanced as what you were just looking at. Jazz Suite number two by Glenda Austin. Mm, those are great. That first one in particular, it's I don't know. It has such a sultry sound to it. It it makes you feel like you really are a jazz pianist, even though you're really not. She just has a way of writing uh, that I really like. So I, I really like the first one, and I have a lot of students that want to play all three movements of that suite. And then I've just I, I for some reason decided to add this one, but Kulau's Opus Fifty Five Number One, the Rondo. I've just had a student play that, and I'm like, yeah. That is just such a good piece. It's da da dun dun da da dun dun da da dun 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 da 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 da. It just feels so good. She was just moving so beautifully with it. It you could just tell it's it's made for to be played, you know. And so there's a lot of sonatina movements. There are certain ones that I just kind of like no, and that I would say I fall into this one more often than not. I love Kulau. Actually, I, I think I enjoy teaching Kulau more. Um, Kulau sonatinas more than any of the other sonatina. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah, because Clementi has some nice ones as well. But I, I just decided to add that one to the list just because uh, this gal was just enjoying herself so much with it. Okay. So I think we even beat our, yes, we beat our time limit. So that, that is just, so great. I know that was fun. Now that did give us time for your teaching tip to go. So what would you like to share? I would say um, when your students, as you're wrapping up at the end of your lesson, try and try to leave a, a good one minute at the end to look over your notes and make sure your students understand exactly what they're supposed to do on each of their assignments. So I'm a, I'm a writer, I like to write things in a notebook and um, I usually go down um, our list of things to make sure that they can verbally tell me back, okay, just so we're clear, what does this mean? What does this mean? And how are you gonna do this? And what's happening here? And we talk through all of those things together so that we have a game plan. And if um, mom or dad are in the room, we usually talk about it loud enough so that we have accountability there. Mm-hmm. so that they know what's happening and um, it's a real positive uh, experience so that everyone's all on the same page. And sometimes I find out what I think I've said that's super clear. The kid's like, whoa, 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 hey, wait, wait, I didn't say I'm not doing that or oh, wait, you know, and then I can clarify, oh, no, I really didn't mean, you know, 
we can clarify things and make sure we're all on the same page. Nice. And that's really helpful so that we all know what's expected next time. And it keeps them accountable. I always think though that the reason why you do that the most is because you really don't know if they're gonna look in that assignment book or at their Tanara assignment or whatever. I, I just know that some of them walk out, they're good practicers. They do like to practice, but they are not looking at my notes. And so that way you at least know what their marching orders are. Well, and I also have in the past written a little note that says, if you read this and um, give me a text or say something, I will give you, mm -hmm. you know, five dollars for whatever like real dollars not music money at your next lesson or i will and i'll do something ridiculous like give your mom a hug and if she tells me you've done it you know something really weird and if they come back and they say oh my gosh what you know then i know they've read it um i'll give them that reward sometimes Fine. you know i find out nobody's read anything oh i know i know and every once in a while i tell myself okay they're not going to read this, but I also feel like it's on me. This is what I provide. It's their choice if they're going to take advantage of what I provide. So it really is up to them to, to learn as much as they can. And if they read my assignments and see all the things that I load up in their assignments with videos and all that kind of stuff, oh my goodness, you know, they, they could really move forward. So I think I, uh, all of them need a little kick in the pants after this summer, but I'm just going to hold off until fall. Well, hopefully then, yes. they've all had, I had a nice break. I, I personally have taken a nice break myself. Good for you. So I think, you know, breaks are good. And then we'll all kick ourselves in the pants and be really productive by exactly. next month. Right. I'm teaching and they all fall in for five lessons and that's what they're doing for the summer. And they say, oh, I didn't practice. I, I was gone. I'm like, you know what? You're here. We will always make progress even if you're not practicing as much, but I'm, we're still engaged in doing some things. So I think that's what counts. That's so Charlene, great. it's been so nice. Thank you so much for sharing so much time with me and with all the listeners. And oh, I cannot wait to get all of this music. So we got to load up the show notes with all the links so that everyone can take advantage of all your wonderful suggestions. And it'll be really fun to see once what other people might add to this list. And I think we need to come back, do a Christmas episode. I think that'd be fun. When do we have to start that? a joy to do this. And it was really exciting to hear your list because there were plenty of things that I didn't know too. So fun. Yeah, I learned a lot of fun things. Well, now Thanks I'm going to go back to my recitals. Yes, you're welcome. I'm going to go back to, because I save my recital programs. I have them. So I don't know why I'm not going back, but you have now prompted me to do that. So I love how when we exchange ideas, we learn from each other. Isn't it fun? Isn't it the best? That's it what is. makes our job so great is learning all the time, right? Exactly. Thank you, Charlene. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your summer and have fun uh, charging up for the fall. I will. Thank you. See you later. Bye-bye. Wow. We made it through our list. Head to the show notes at lelavis.com slash key ideas where you can find a well-organized list that you can download. The list features the titles of all the pieces we discussed in the past three episodes. It also includes a YouTube link of each one and links to where you can purchase them. Here's one small teaching tip to go. As you teach today, take note of how much voice and choice you offer in each of your lessons. 
observe where you let students chime in on decisions. What did you notice? I look forward to talking more about voice and choice in a future episode, so make sure to follow key ideas so you don't miss an episode. I'm Leela Viss, and see you in the trenches. <laughs>